You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, world. It's Zim Hude, one half of the dynamic duo Orange is the New Black podcast. How you guys doing today? How you ladies doing today? It is a beautiful day to be a Bengals fan. I just wanted to record something special for you guys. In the meantime, please follow us on YouTube at New Stripe City. That's New Stripe City. Just straight up, just Google it, put that in. It'll pop right up. Same thing on Twitter. Follow my man Ace Boogie at New Stripe City. Follow me on Instagram at Zim underscore Hude. Also follow me on Twitter at Zim Hude. I just wanted to do a special for all the people that say, hey, Bengals don't really have a good roster, Zim. They're, I, I, I mean, I didn't watch any of their games. I'm just going by hearsay and whatever. So this is what this is. This is my 53-man projection. I want to go through it as quick as possible because I don't want to waste your time. I just want to give you some points to tell all your friends. Let's start off with quarterbacks. At the quarterback position, I believe the Bengals will carry three quarterbacks. We will start off with, of course, rookie Joe Burrow, Jake Dolagala, who is my guy who I want to see come off the bench, and the third quarterback will be Brandon Allen. Now, the reason why I say Brandon Allen be the third quarterback is because they brought him in for a special reason. I think they will have him available um, at all times. Now, if they're able to just keep him as a COVID reserve or something because the rules of COVID, I'm still not – I'm I'm not smart enough. I need somebody to come on here and tell me everything, um, all the exceptions and everything about it. I do know that they are very, very lenient on how many players can come back from IR and different things like that. Um, if, and so in Brandon Allen, I just think is already at practice, taking reps, uh, being a big part of like what the Bengals are doing. I think Ryan Finley would be my practice squad quarterback or whatever. But of course, Another team will probably pull Ryan Finley off the practice squad like very, very easy. Um, but they got to get really creative on how they want to stash Jake Dolagala. Um, that, that's that's going to be really tough. I think this is the one surprise move that I'm going to have coming up right now. I think the Bengals will carry four running backs, which is kind of crazy. Usually teams carry about three. But when I get to the wide receivers, I'm going to talk about how they might possibly change this to three. But my four running backs would be uh, Rodney Anderson, who is going to be – that's going to be very, very, very interesting to watch him at camp. Um, he always looks really, really good. I want to see him in the scrimmages. They're already doing 11-on-11s right now. Uh, Travion Williams, who is shorthanded as any, I really think he's got, a, he's got a tough running style and something that's fit for the AFC North. Joe Mixon, of course, and, of course, our, our, our guy, eighth year in Giovanni Bernard. That goes to that. The wide receivers, I want to save the best for last. Let's go tight ends. Tight ends, C.J. Uzama, Seathan Carter, and Drew Sample. Uh, Seathan Carter is always an asset on special teams, so hence the reason why they go those three right there. Um, keep an eye on Wilcox, though. They really, really like him, so that's a practice squad candidate person, whatever you want to say. 
All right, offensive line. We're going to go Xavier Suofilo, seventh-year um, uh, guard. He's normally played left guard, but he's going to be battling right guard against uh, Billy Price. He's also going to be going up against anybody that could play, right? <laughs> so Bobby Hart is going to be uh, pencil him at your right tackle, uh, but he will be battling Fred Johnson. So hold up. I, let me let me not talk about who they're battling. Let me just tell you the nine. My nine are Xavier Sulafio, Bobby Hart, Trey Hopkins, Alex Redman, surprise, Billy Price, Michael Jordan, Fred Johnson, Jonah Williams, of course, and rookie Hakeem Adeniji. Um, so that's a pretty, pretty – the reason why I have so much depth, I guess, or so many guys right there, because I think they're still going to go through this phase where they're figuring out – Who's going to start at what positions? They're going to battle it out at a couple of different ones. The Billy Price one coming back at 330 pounds, uh, filling in nicely. They're, they're telling me at camp all these different things that they're saying good about Billy Price is letting me know he's not conceding this uh, this backup role. So I look for him to be going head up against Xavier Sulafilo. Uh, also, Alex Redman has been always on record that they love his toughness. Um, that's a guy I think from a fan's perspective, I think we've seen enough, but this new staff hasn't seen enough. Jim Turner hasn't seen enough either. Uh, so keep that in mind. Michael Jordan uh, got rave reviews already from Xavier Sulafilo, who also points out the fact that he likes the, the step from year one to year two for Michael Jordan. So that's something really interesting to keep an eye on at the left guard position, especially when there were some guys out there that I think a lot of people really wanted, like Warford and stuff, and automatically just assuming that Michael Jordan just doesn't have what it takes. The staff has put a lot of lot of good things on paper and recorded some interesting interviews praising a lot of these guys. So if you're following us them on the defensive standpoint, they've been going out and getting guys like automatically, which I'm going to get into next with our defensive linemen. But they've been getting guys really, really quick, and they didn't do that with the offensive line. So it lets me know that they have a lot of faith in guys like Fred Johnson, um, who could potentially uh, move Bobby Hart out the way. Trey Hopkins, I think we all believe in, and I think we all believe in Jonah Williams, too, who is taking his year two uh, leap into the NFL, right? But it's really year one because he didn't play not one snap last year. But we're putting a lot of hope and faith in him. And rightfully so. He's He's been a beast coming out of college, and there's nothing that would say that he's going to take a step back. And I think coming in with him, with Joe Burrow in his year one, I just think that just, that just seems like something special brewing. It really does. Okay, so defense alignment. Here we go. I've got Geno Atkins, Carlos Dunlap, DJ Reader, Carl Lawson, Sam Hubbard, Rennell Wren, Khalid Kareem, and Mike Daniel. And with Rennell Wren going down today, August 17th at camp, it's, it's going to be a bloodbath for this final spot. You will have uh, defensive end uh, uh, Kendall Futrell going up against um, uh, 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 shoot. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm writing down some notes. Going up against Andrew Brown. Also, uh, we got the kid Sturk, who they just signed this past week from Montana State. And then also the kid, I can't pronounce his name, from Nebraska, uh, Kima Dumalum. Um, 
that's it's just going to be an all-out war at that point. So it's very, very interesting to see the defensive tackle positions and defense in and how many they carry. Right now on paper, I've got eight. Anything could uh, could, could change. Uh, I heard a guy uh, in the Bengals locker room say some good stuff about Trey Deshaun as well. So there's some guys out there, but they just signed uh, a kid yesterday as well, Amani Bledsoe. I'm, yeah, Amani Bledsoe. He's a defensive end. Uh, he's 6'4", 280 pounds, first-year player out of University of Oklahoma. He was originally signed with the Titans in 2019, spent all that last year on their practice squad. But So there are some guys, you know, that, that, that are going to be battling that out. So the defensive tackle and defensive line spot or whatever, to see them carry nine – to me, will be a stretch now that Ronell Wren has uh, gone to the IR. But I think the way that this lineup has been set up and the, guy, and the way they went out and got the two defensive ends recently was set it up for them to have nine. In my mind, I always felt like it would be eight. Um, that's one of the positions up until they signed Mike Daniels this past week that I just always questioned the depth along that, that spot. Okay, so let's go to linebackers. I got Josh Bynes, Jermaine Pratt. Logan Wilson, Akeem Davis-Gaither, and Marcus Bailey, who's already taken snaps. Jordan Evans, they say, is in the best shape of his life. And don't forget Austin Calitro, who in years past would have been on the Bengals' starting lineup, I'm sure. But those guys that I just named, Logan Wilson, Akeem Davis-Gaither, and Marcus Bailey, I have them on the the 53-man roster along with Jermaine Pratt and Josh Bynes beating out uh, veterans like Josh, uh, Jordan Evans and Austin Calitro. So that is a, a, a dog fight we got right there. Next one, let's go to cornerbacks. Now, with Trey Wayne's going out with the torn pack, um, he set to miss a sizable portion of 2020. Um, knowing the history of the Bengals and how I view the Bengals and how you probably view the Bengals, I think he's gone for the year, honestly, in my, in my heart of hearts. But if they were to pick him up in – Going by what I'm told that you have all these spots for IR people and everything like that, let's just let's just put them on the back burner. I still think they'll carry six. Uh, the six that I have will be William Jackson III, Mackenzie Alexander, uh, LaShawn Sims, Greg Mabin, Darius Phillips, and then, of course, Winston Rose, who is going to be my sleeper pick for an outside starting corner. You heard me. That's my sleeper pick for outside starting corner. If Darius Phillips looks any bit of shaky in camp, doesn't look right in these upcoming scrimmages coming up on the uh, in a couple of days. This is a big scrimmage starting up on this Friday, August twenty first. Some of these scrimmages are are going to be live action. They're starting putting on pads really, really soon. So. With that said, that is uh, a guy I'm looking at, and Winston Rose is a guy that I think has the power and has the tools and the ball skills to take the position by storm on the outside. Next, we go into safety. Sean Williams, the eight-year man. Vaughn Bell in his fifth year. Brandon Wilson and Jesse Bates the third. Um, Trayvon, Hens- Trayvon Henderson is going to be a guy to keep an eye on. If anybody goes down, Brandon Wilson doesn't play like what I think he's going to play like. Um, then Trayvon Henderson is inserted in there, but – Brandon Wilson brings a lot to special teams, so I don't discount him. Uh, Clark Harris for my specialist, of course, 12-year man with Kevin Huber. And then your man, Fat Randy Bullock, 
coming in with an extra box of donuts. That's my boy. But Randy Bullock is a uh, is a crowd favorite in the Harry Nut stream. If you guys get a chance to ever check us out, I'm going to try to do some pep rallies coming up this season. So if you have Instagram, come check me out on there. Zim underscore who they uh, we're going to do some pep rallies there. And one of the the number one guys is Randy Bullock, believe it or not. All right, let's go to my favorite, favorite one. Wide receivers. Here we go. This is the final 53 right here. A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, Alex Arison, John Ross III, Auden Tate, Stanley Morgan, and T. Higgins. If any one of these guys go down, I'm telling you right now, they really love Mike Thomas. But the reason why I put an emphasis on this is because I'm calling on all fans all over the world. Anybody listening to this right now, there is not another wide receiver core. There is not another wide receiver group that is anywhere close to the five guys that I just named. I went seven deep because the seventh guy on this list that I just named would have a roster spot on at least 10 NFL teams. I've counted. I'm that petty. But my seven are A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, Alex Arison, John Ross, Auden Tate, Stanley Morgan, and T. Higgins. Mike Thomas coming in at number eight, who's going to be in a dogfight to try to knock out Stanley Morgan. And don't forget Willis, who was a standout in preseason last year, right? And I only pose this question to people. There's never been a season ever in the history of the National Football League where quarterback has come into skill positions at this high level. The only comparison that I could find is when Cam Newton came in and he had a monster tight end. He had a good he had some good wide out good wide outs and Steve Smith and some other good pieces. But in my heart of hearts, if you go look at his starting wide receiver lineup, there's never been a five like this. And currently right now, the Bengals have the most depth at the wide receiver uh, position in the National Football League. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not saying I'm not saying this to assassinate any of your characters. I'm not uh, I'm not saying this to say that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying this to say that the Bengals have a better roster. I'm not saying this to say anything that would make you feel like I'm any bit of a homer or anything at all other than the fact that my top five wide receivers are better than yours. When people bring up their five, they go into teams like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When I get to their third, I get into guys like Scotty Miller. You know, that's, that's, that's the real name I want to bring up. Two people messaged me when I posed this question on Twitter or Instagram or something like that and said, well, Buccaneers got a, a, a crazy lineup with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller had 200 yards last year. Like, we're talking about the best wide receiver cores in the NFL. The only other core you could bring up to me that would make any sense. And, and let's, let's stay with the Buccaneers for a second. Mike Evans versus A.J. Green, a healthy A.J. Green, debatable. Who cares? You could give me Mike, you could say Mike Evans all day. A healthy Chris Godwin better than John Ross and everything, of course. But that's where the buck stops. So that's where we get into I've got my top five. We've got proven A.J. Green on uh, 10 years in, perennial all-pro healthy, 
You know, he pulled it. He did something with his hammy today at camp today. But a healthy A.J. Green, I'll take that over. I would take that over, Evans. That's just me. And maybe I am a bit of a homer in that aspect. But to me, that's comparing apples to oranges, maybe per se, I guess. But they are both playing the wide receiver position. But who's more accomplished and who's doing their thing right now? I would say A.J. Green is a step behind that, but that doesn't matter. I still have Tyler Boyd going for his third straight 1,000-yard season. I still have John John Ross who lit the league up in fantasy last year before he went injured. In the year before, had seven, eight touchdowns, right? So none of these people that you can name in any of these other wide receiver cores have anything like that. Auden Tate has 600 yards in his sleep getting passes from Ryan Finley. Then you have T. Higgins, who has the most upside to me out of probably 90% of the the wide receivers that came into the league this draft. But if you're going to compare them to to staffs like the Cowboys, let's say we're comparing Cowboys. You go Amani, I mean Amari, I'm sorry, who was considered a bust with the Raiders. When When the trade was made, people thought that they were coming off big time. Now we're saying Amari Cooper is better than A.J. Green? Stop it. Like, stop the madness. Are we also saying Gallup is better than Tyler Boyd? Let's say you were. Then all you have is Lamb. What else do they have that can compete with that? A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, Auden Tate, T. Higgins. We could go We could go Chiefs. We could go Chiefs if you want to go Chiefs. As long as you don't include the tight end position, which I didn't say, the wide receiver position is still the Bengals. And, and I'm sorry if that makes people upset. I'm sorry uh, that you think that that's debatable. But if you're being honest with yourself, if you have any dignity and you're listening to this and you're not a Bengals fan, and if you are a Bengals fan, I dare you to play this for somebody else and send them my way. Tell them I said I got something to say about our wide receiver core. That doesn't mean my team is better, although I think this season will, will shock some people. This doesn't mean that you don't know football. It just means that you're stupid if you don't think that that's the best wide receiver core in the NFL. And it's not even close. It's not even close. Somebody asked me, would I draft any of these guys on my fantasy? I said, no, because I think this guy's going to have 30. I think John Ross is going to have 40 receptions. I think Auden Tate's going to have 40 receptions. Like, none of these – all these guys are going to eat, but they're not going to give me enough points in my PPR every, every week, right? It's so many people that we can call on. Our fifth wide receiver in Auden Tate would be the number three for 26 teams in the NFL. I would argue maybe 28. That's whole, the, almost the whole goddamn NFL. But we're talking about wide receiver depth? You think that that's not the most the, – the, 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 the most <laughs> – the deepest wide receiver core that I've probably seen in a very, very long team and without a doubt – the most weapons that a rookie quarterback has ever seen in the history of the NFL. I dare you to defy me. Orange is the new black podcast.